Welcome to Faith is the Victory podcast, a ministry outreach of Faith Christian Center in Cairo, Georgia. This is Pastor David Coleman, Sr. Today's devotional is titled, So Great Faith. Matthew 8, 9. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. In life, we all experience needs, needs that arise in moments when least expected. They may be financial or material in nature, such as new clothes, transportations, or a place to live, or they may be the need for employment, such as a new job or a career upgrade. Or we may find ourselves facing a physical ailment or a major illness. We all understand that needs occur, and it's important for those of us who call Jesus Lord to know how to respond when those needs arise. The scripture in Philippians 4.19 tells us that God meets our every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Today we are going to discover the key that will help activate our faith when appropriating the promises of God's word. Let us remind ourselves of some biblical truths that must be of paramount importance to us related to our understanding of our relationship to God, His Word, and His kingdom. We must remember that God cannot lie and does not change. Listen to this. God is not a man that He should lie. Numbers 23.19 In fact, it is impossible for God to lie. Hebrews 6.18 We must know that. And what he said in Scripture is still what he says today. He hasn't changed. He will not change. Malachi 3, 6. I am the Lord. I change not. We need to hear that in our hearts and believe it. God doesn't change. He doesn't change his word. He doesn't change his thoughts. He doesn't change his actions. Scripture further goes on to tell us in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what God said in his word, he continues to say today. And what Jesus did in his word, he continues to do today. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. We need to understand that. God doesn't change. He is today what we read of him in Scripture. We've got to know it. Another thing we must know is that God is no respecter of persons, Acts 10.34. That means that God doesn't treat people differently. What he did for one is revealed in Scripture. He does for all. What he did for his disciples way back when, he does for his disciples in the here and the now. This is so important for us to understand. This truth cannot be overstated. God does not pick and choose winners and losers in life. All people everywhere have the same potential in God to achieve all that Scripture promises to the man and the woman of faith. Galatians 3, 28 and 29 says it this way, There is neither Jew nor Greek, 
there's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female, for ye all are one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be in Christ, if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. In the kingdom of God, all are equal and have the same access to the promises of God. This is one of the great, important details to the believer, and we must know and understand this truth. In Matthew chapter 8, we read and we read about a Roman centurion in the town of Capernaum who had a servant in his home that was deathly sick. The centurion was a man who had heard about Jesus and his power to heal the sick and perform other various miracles. Jesus was in the midst of his ministry and was preaching and healing the sick everywhere he went. As he entered the town of Capernaum, the centurion met him and proceeded to tell Jesus of his sick servant, who was at the point of death. Jesus was touched and convinced that he would go to the sick man when something occurred that Jesus remarked as the greatest faith he had witnessed in Israel. We need to pause right here and understand that this scripture is important for us to know this day, today. This centurion grabbed Jesus' attention with the faith that he expressed in that moment. It is of utmost importance for us to allow our attention to be captured by that which captured the attention of the Lord. Here's what the centurion said, But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another, Come, and he cometh, and to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. Jesus marveled at the centurion's faith. He had not seen faith like that in all of Israel. Friends, we must take note of this moment because Jesus is calling our attention to it. Why was the centurion's faith so great? What was so special about it that it would make Jesus react with such admiration? Let's listen again to the words of the centurion from Matthew 8, 8. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. There it is. There it is. That is the key to the greatest faith. Speak the word only. The centurion was an officer in the military of Rome, the greatest army on earth to that date and time. He was the leader of 100 legionaries, which were highly trained professional infantrymen. He had been promoted to the rank of centurion because he was an outstanding soldier with leadership qualities and was expected and relied upon to be a strict officer and a commander who would lead his men by example. This was the requirement for all centurions of Rome. So the centurion understood the nature of authority and how authority was managed and transferred and released. There were many layers of authority between the rank of centurion all the way up to the head of the Roman government, the Caesar. But Caesar only had to decree a thing done and all layers of authority responded immediately to that decree including the centurion. 
We must understand that authority is released by written word and by spoken word. So in saying to Jesus that his word alone was enough to heal his servant, he was saying that Jesus held all authority to heal and that his word spoken was enough to release the healing power of God into his servant. He knew that Jesus was a man of authority and that he represented the kingdom of God in this world, for that is what Jesus preached in Matthew 6.33. So, my question to you today is this. Has Jesus changed? Has his word changed? Has his authority changed? The answer to all of these questions is no. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews 13.8. Let's say that again. Let it register in your heart. Let it ring loud and clear. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We must understand that Jesus' authority and power to heal has not changed since he is the same today as he was yesterday. And he will be the same tomorrow as he is today. His power is released the same way today that it was then when he spoke and demonstrated to the centurion, speak the word only, speak the word only. The one thing that has changed, if we could say it that way, is who's speaking the word. You are now Jesus' representative on this earth. You are his disciple on this earth. You are his emissary on this earth. You are his ambassador on this earth. You are his body. And he has given you the authority to speak the word only. Read Mark eleven twenty three. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Do you believe these words from Jesus? He's still speaking them today. Yes, these are the words of Jesus spoken to his disciples years ago. But since he's no respecter of person and he treats all people, all of his believers, all of his followers the same, then he's speaking this word to you today. Jesus doesn't change and what he said to one, he says to all. He is saying it to you. He is saying it to me. He's saying this word today. He's saying, speak the word only. Whatever this, whatever the need. Whatever the situation in your life, you find the promise in God's word and you do what he, what, what was discovered is the greatest faith, and that is speak the word only. Amen. Well, can you agree with this encouraging word today? I can. I'm going to say amen to this word, and I'm going to ask you if you agree to say amen with me. And so let's say it together. Let's say it out loud. Amen. Amen. 
Well, thank you for listening to Faith is the Victory podcast. Join us again next time as we continue to discover that faith is the victory that overcomes the world. This is Pastor David Coleman, Sr. of Faith Christian Center in Cairo, Georgia.